Here's how you become a savings catcher diva or don. Step one, download the Walmart app and use the savings catcher. Step two, enter your Walmart receipt. Step three, savings catcher compares prices of eligible items at Walmart. Step four, if it finds a lower advertised price by a leading store in your area, it will give you the difference on an e-gift card in a few days. Step five, do a two-step. You're in. Saving money in every penny counts. Save with savings catcher from Walmart. Comparison on eligible products only. Restrictions apply. Visit walmart.com slash savings catcher for details. Tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Take it away. Hello, AfterBuzzers. We're here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for MTV's Teen Wolf Season 4, Episode 10, Monstrous. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. And joining me, AfterBuzz TV host, June Lee. Hello. And our special guest this evening plays Peter Hale, or should I say the benefactor. Mm. Please welcome Ian Bowen. Hello. (laughs) So excited to have you here. Thank you. It's good to be here again. It's always (laughs) nice to see you, too. Oh, so Lydia didn't think it was Meredith, and it turns out it wasn't just... Just Meredith, it was you, and I'm so upset. Is like, it me or is it? I know. Me? Well, it's a little bit of yeah. a gray area. <laughs> like I, think. I feel for your character mm-hmm. because I've been waiting, I've been cheering you on, I've been wanting you to be good, and I'm so disappointed right now that they're trying to spin it in that you know just because it was your delusional rant when you were in pain, when you were I in know, a coma. The guy was in a coma. Yeah. After Nobody gave me. His- any off. slack in that I scene know. straight away Argent's got his gun on me Parrish is he's doing whatever Zelensky. putting powder on and then <laughs> Lydia he's a beautifully soft baby boy oh, um, yeah, he really is yeah, then, has, uh, like, that Lydia but there was no sympathy Lydia was sticking up for you yeah a, Lydia was a little bit a little bit. a little bit but I yeah. thought I was pretty it was pretty easy to get in the character of like are you honestly gonna, gonna play I this card know. and tell me that yeah, this is my fault yeah were you upset whenever you know, Jeff and everyone told you, and when did you find out that, you know, you're the benefactor, quote-unquote? Um, I, I put it together a, a while back when, mm. when uh, there was an episode when, um, when Meredith screams and she says, I don't know. And for mm-hmm. some reason, when I read that in all caps, <laughs> and sounded then I got, like you. It, then I got some weird math <laughs> in my head, and I put, took the letters apart, and I was like, I don't know, it has the same number of letters as Peter Hale. And I'm like, I bet Jeff what? did that on purpose. Oh my it's, so I emailed him oh right gosh. away, and I'm like, here's what I think. And he didn't respond. Oh my god! Like, he is a genius. We have a yeah. beautiful mind sitting here. Right so then now. I called him because he never he never picks up the phone, and I go of course it goes straight to voicemail. And he's in the writer. I find out later on he's in the writer's room with a bunch mm-hmm. of people, and so he plays this voicemail that I leave for everybody. And I've been I was say? dubbed the savant genius for having figured no, it out. No, seriously. Yeah. So yeah, uh, a I was playing mind. it. Who would, I was playing it up until then. So if I'd been wrong, that would have been silly. Who would have thought to count the letters? It's such a Jeff Davis thing to do. I'm Absolutely. You know. Especially you know how it was to all solve. caps. I was like, there's something here I'm not seeing. Yeah, because oh, I need to play with it for a goodness. second. And then You're I did, amazing. When you said it like that, I don't know. That's like Peter Hale. It sounds like it's coming out of your mouth, yeah. especially if it's in all and caps. And she shouted, and that was the end of a scene. Oh, wow. I'm like, this is a scene break. I'm like, oh, dude, it's me. Oh my gosh! Wait, so like, did you just did you just count it and you just automatically knew how many letters were in Peter Hale already? No, I had to do. I mean, it was like it's. I don't know. So it's like, was it nine letters? Was P E T E. You were doing some coding. Yeah, and then it starts like that makes sense. This is all going to come out. It never that wasn't mentioned, so maybe that wasn't accidental. But anyway, from then on. Uh, that's what Did I you tell played. other people, other no. other crew? Oh, no, that was I, nice of you. Yeah. I kept it a secret because yeah. you know yeah. some people would have been like, "I know it's me, I know it's me." Just wait, it's going to be me, so yeah. that you could get credit in the end. Yeah, so no, it was we nice were, that you we kept were that just to yourself. Talking about that, I'm really good with secrets. Yeah, so you all yes. can tell me all of your innermost. Yes. 
No, I will keep, keep them in secrets. my vault. And that, he said that the juicier, the be- like more incentive yeah. for him to keep it so that he can hear more. Yeah. And maybe so, use it against you later. But <laughs> what I want to say is you you've been the villain that has always been there in the background. Mm. And that's why I did not think that you would I have know. anything to do with this. You've sort of become the trustworthy villain. Yeah, yeah. you know, for the last couple of seasons, he's worked his way back into everybody's good graces, and they let him hang mm-hmm. out and play <laughs> and come along, and, and, and he's accepted again, which is good. And, and I think that that is something Jeff wanted to work on and keep, uh, you know, keep him doing mm-hmm. so that he could uh, get his power back in this way and be trusted mm-hmm. and get what he really really mm-hmm. wants. Are you disappointed though that your character's not going to go from villain to hero anytime soon? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get that a lot and I do think about it a lot. It, it, you know, it's like the grass is always greener. This is great to play. It, mm-hmm. it would be it would be interesting and new and different to do that, but I'm not disappointed mm-hmm. at all. It's it's uh What about Malia? Know. Yeah, we thought yeah. when you found out you had a child, it would kind of change you a bit. And we really More. didn't get those father-daughter moments. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe now that he has a daughter, he even more so wants that power because it's not even just for himself anymore. There's still a couple episodes left. Yeah, I yeah. saw next week you convinced your daughter to kill Kate Argent, it looks like. Is that what it looks like? <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's, you know, it's always edited together, so it we is. don't know in yeah. a certain way to make us think certain things. Like, I don't watch trailers for films because it's like they're making a biased opinion showing you, you know, a biased side of what the film's going to be about. Mm. And I'd rather go in blind mm. to a film and, yeah. and not have that uh, direction in my mean. head sure. of what I'm looking for things to turn yeah, out a certain absolutely. way. I'm completely opposite for some reason. Like, spoilers don't bother me at all. Oh, I'm like so weird. As long as you're still excited to watch the episode I know, and it, see, it makes then it doesn't excited. bother me. That's good. What's funny about this is, you know, this could have been the finale because we got to figure out who the benefactor was, mm-hmm. but we're all still so excited even mm-hmm. after that part's gone because now your plan we, it has been revealed to kill Scott. I know. That was a huge shocker. For because me. you want to be the alpha. Yeah. That was shocking. When I read that, that was when I first put it down. I was like, whoa. Yeah, okay. the fact that you actually say it. Yeah, this right? is, exactly. This yeah. is going to be a tricky one to come back mm-hmm. from. Exactly. Because um, I feel like, you know, you sort of have grown respect for him and was kind of helping to work with him and mm-hmm. helping, you know, when he needed it, you did show up. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, but there has to be a resolution, and and there's mm-hmm. so much going on this season. So we've got two more to iron everything out. And uh, I don't want to lose you. I'm scared. If you're I going know. after the alpha, you know, we sort of saw Scott go all alpha on you know that soldier. And oh I my think God, how scary did he look? He did. I yeah, know he's been scared. Yeah. Right. Well, Stephanie Golding on Twitter actually commented on that that he kind of reminded her of. Um, oh my gosh. The really evil guy, Dekalian. Dekalian, there uh-huh. we go. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. There was a it little is little that intense on purpose. And mm-hmm. you know what? He has been scared. It seems like to go full alpha because he's not sure what he's capable of, and he does sort of lose himself, and you know, isn't stopping. Well, and the, yeah, in this episode, he almost, and there was a couple moments before it ended. I thought, wait, he's just killed him with the slashing and the blood. I'm like, there's mm-hmm. no way this guy survived, mm-hmm. and we just crossed over somewhere we can't come back from. Mm-hmm. And then as mm-hmm. it went on, you realize that. He did, in, in fact, yeah, stop himself. Yeah, he kind of just, like, beat him up. But mm-hmm. he just kind of beat him up. Yeah. But so maybe he's got... But it got, was close. Really bad. I maybe know. he can really go. Close. Maybe he can go all the way. And uh, I don't know. I will I say know. Peter and, and Scott are going to probably have a chat. At least, I think. Or a fight. <laughs> I feel something. like there's going to be a huge showdown. I feel, yeah, at this point, this it's looking like a showdown because that was sort of like a foreshadowing, I felt like, to mm-hmm. him going full alpha on you. And, yeah, and I'm okay. scared for your character and because I love Peter. Did you see yeah. the makeup of Peter's transformation from a couple of weeks ago? No. I'm not sure. It was in one of the trailers. It's all over the internet. Ooh. Yeah. I'm sure, I, I'm sure I probably did, and I just was, like, trying to yeah, maybe you ignore were trying to, it. Because I don't like trailers. I don't, li- I don't like the spoilers. You're yeah. soaking them up over there. So, uh, it's, it's, a really, it's a really interesting look. So it'll be, that'll be a fun talk. Mm. Oh. Yeah, you guys are going to enjoy that. I'm worried. I... I feel like we got to give credit to a couple of the supporters who've like who like saw this coming, this yeah. big fight out with Peter and Scott. I want to know what the yellow flower is that Argent finds, mm-hmm. and how that's going to come into the end. Is that going mm-hmm. to help save Scott? Is that going to help 
maybe put Peter in a coma again. What were, <laughs> what were all the other flowers? Do you really want to know? Mm, yes. It's made of the same material that this microphone is made out of. <laughs> we, we got it from here. We grew it. We loved no. it. And it got bigger. And we're like, let's use that in the TV show. <laughs> it was so beautiful. But when I saw it, I was like, wow, it's so beautiful. But there was something scary about it. You it's know? a little sinister, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. It is very sinister. Yeah. I feel like I'm... It, it seemed like maybe he knew what it was because mm-hmm. he was sort of taking it and packing it away. Mm-hmm. And maybe he was the one who even grew it. Mm. But it wasn't obvious to anybody else. I think some people predicted it might be some strong form of wolf Yeah, I think that's like the leading contender. You would you would think that. Yeah. Um, you know, when you watch it. But I'm going to let you guys see. No spoilers here. So let's talk about Meredith's character a little bit. Now we get the whole story how, you know, Lydia's grandmother kind of predicted the Deadpool list mm-hmm. and tried to get Meredith to help her. And that's where when Meredith went crazy and ended up in the hospital next to you. Right. And sort of was, you know, since she's the Banshee, she was just absorbing into her psyche like all mm-hmm. of your master plans. But these were like your delusional rants when you were in pain. Right. Now, and then she decided that it was time to act on them when she I heard know. Lydia scream. And when Lydia screamed, was that over Allison's death? Yeah, I yeah that was over mm-hmm. Allison's death. And that got to her. And mm-hmm. I guess it sort of triggered these um, memories or that experience mm-hmm. that she had. And, and she decided, you know what? This is, it, this is going to keep happening if yeah. I don't. Right. Do what I have heard. And we yeah. learned that this is a new thing that Banshees, you know, they have this sort of, um, once in a while sort of tele, what do you call it? Tele, telepathy? Pathic, telepathic? Tele, te, yeah, yeah, telepathy once in a, and they can mm-hmm. hear a thought. That's, that's a new thing, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. And she, mm-hmm. maybe she's got different kinds of powers than, mm-hmm. uh, well, it's, than Lydia. It's sort of though, like a torture. Like if you hear something, that's almost like brainwashing. If you hear something over and right. over, and the way they were showing us, it was like you over top of her. It would be like, I would feel compelled it's to do whatever that was. Just to make it stop. Yeah. Right. Could so you imagine? Like, mm-hmm. No. That's why I feel like, you know, I feel like she was, probably good and then mm-hmm. felt compelled to act on this plan. Oh, absolutely. I don't feel yeah. like she had evil intentions here. No, I don't think so. I think she's a very sick, you know, confused young lady who's gone through a lot and I agree. Oops. I agree. I think she was just trying to figure out what was happening. But for me, when she said, you know, when she heard Lydia scream, Allison, like, I feel like that trigger was like, oh my god, all these supernatural creatures are causing regular people to die, and that's mm-hmm. not okay. I'm contributing to that, and that's why I think she put her name on the list, too. It's like, all right. supernatural should die. And yeah, I think, and it yeah. would maybe end with her after mm-hmm. she got it rolling. She can't, mm-hmm. couldn't exclude herself. Mm-hmm. I want to know how she was controlling Brunsky, because it looked like it went from Brunsky, oh, the benefactor's Brunsky. Now it's Meredith. Now it's actually... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know that answer. I don't know how uh, the glimpse of, of their relationship, we didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's coming, though, right? It's coming before the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it out of him. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I thought Aaron, didn't Aaron say that like we, there is more to see mm-hmm. on that topic? Who said that? Aaron Hendry. Oh. He plays Brunsky? Yeah. yeah, um, you know, I've never met him. <gasps> what? He's he was so here last awesome. week. Yeah, no, there's, you know, it's funny, I, people that we have this conversation a lot, we're like, you know, we've maybe <laughs> shot seasons and have never worked together. <laughs> That's wow. amazing. If we weren't on I set never that day that. and walked, you know, by each other at lunch, like, there's people you just still, I still haven't met. <laughs> Well, Jude yeah, and I are going to see happens. him in Lear, yes, September 14th mm-hmm. at 3.30 at mm-hmm. Topanga Canyon. It's like the Theatricum <laughs> Botanicum. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. hey, if you want to join or any of the fans want to join us, yes. he says a lot of people heard about his last <laughs> performance we announced on AfterBuzz mm-hmm. and actually came to see him in a play. So it that was really good. The four- I actually would I would like to do that because he's tremendous. Yeah. He's, he's really we'll we'll is, uh, send you yeah. the info and mm-hmm. we'll be do. there and we're hoping yes. a lot of the yeah, fans guys, will come and support. Come and support let's, him. All, let's all do We're all going together. Field trip. Let's all go <laughs> and to the it's play. Like, it's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a female. So it's Queen Lear instead of King Lear. I mean, yeah, that's, cool. a, that's a cool twist. Amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go ahead and move on to 
we have the the war house. Um, no, the war zone going on at Arjun's warehouse. The gunfight. Yes, yes mm-hmm. the gunfight. Okay. That was so much of it. And of course, we we needed that storyline because it wasn't just going to stop. Which is why you know Styles and Malia needed to figure out where the mm-hmm. money was coming from and shut that off. Yeah. So it was necessary so that we saw <laughs> just wave after wave, wave after of wave. these guys, and it let you know how how deep this group of people, uh, these assassins, mm-hmm. uh, how how many there were in Beacon Hills. Mm-hmm. And that they were not, um, you know, this money, and that's one of the things Peter says, everyone mm-hmm. can be corrupted by money. It's so powerful that it just brings them from all over the world or yeah. wherever to come and try to do this. And you saw, I mean, there, it looked like there were 50 of them. Yeah, I know. Right. Speaking of which, all over the world, I was kind of surprised that Uriah wasn't anywhere to be found. It seems like she may pop up mm-hmm. in the end, because from what Alyssa said is they wanted to find a way to tie her back into it. Mm-hmm. And they did mention other hunters right, being right, right. there, so mm-hmm. who knows? But if they're hunting for money, then they're not true hunters. That's, That's a good Arjun point, said. and she keeps the code, so yeah, I don't think it's she keeps the code, her. yeah. I guess good we'll point. find yeah, out. Yeah, you will. These are all good, good questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's... Still no date for Scott and Kira because they are just fighting off and but saving what about lives. That kiss? They've got yeah, that was that was intense. Huh? I know they have a few good kisses. That here was and like there. a John Hughes movie. But that I love like, that was like mm-hmm. crushed together. I know. And I was like, Seriously, Ian. All it. we needed was fireworks. <laughs> here's a s- scenario. You're in the writers room. You have to write Kira and Scott's first date. Where are they going? Oh, <laughs> you guys. Where would Scott? Um, I think, okay, so he would, uh, he would absentmindedly show up, um, at her house on the motorcycle with the helmet, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she would walk out in some kind of gown and look at him, and then look down, <laughs> and, and he gown. would go, oh, 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 okay, I'll be right back. And then, he would, and then so, he would, like, ask her father if he could borrow the car, and he would go, okay, and then, uh, he couldn't drive stick, and then he'd be, like, jerking forward, and she'd be in the passenger seat, and it would just start, <laughs> Like, this is so good. A, yeah. a mess. This is fan fiction right now. Yeah, and then it would cut to um, him in the passenger and her driving and oh taking them somewhere. That's and it would just be a series of. That's where I would start it, and then I would have to think more from. That's the best I can do right now. Ian, are you that a was writer? really good? That was like, I like that. so much more than I was. expecting. I know my ABCs. I would not call myself a writer. Oh my I goodness! Mean, I, I think you should look into it. I feel like we can't. <laughs> we can't send them to the typical like dinner in a movie. No, you know what I mm. imagine. I know this is like so overdone, but I feel like I just imagine them in like an abandoned kind of like rickety um, carnival with like. You oh, know, that would like be a, fun. With like a. That's you know, a good idea. And I'll Ferris tell you how they wheel. get there. Is they go. <laughs> <laughs> The date, it starts and, and, it, and they just start to get somewhere and, some, and it gets interrupted by, you know, some other action that happens and they have to yes. pull away and that keeps happening through the whole mm-hmm. season. And at the end when they're kind of, they've sort of won maybe mm-hmm. and they sit and they have a conversation and things happen and then they realize that at the end that they've just, they've had their date through the end as they kind of uh, decompress and mm-hmm. then it both occurs to them that this was it. So we, we've had it and it was easy and yeah. wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the lights on the Ferris wheel go on behind <laughs> them. <laughs> right? Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. And I, then, do, uh, I do love them. And then we yeah. plant the seed for the, a new weird thing that happens and the camera pans off. Yes. And you see something and then they walk away and then it's the, the music and... Are you secretly in the writer's room and not telling what us? What if I pulled my face off and I was just Davis? <laughs> That would be so good. That would be fantastic. I got you guys. Away right now. <laughs> that's how. That's exactly how he talks. Oh uh, well, I'm gonna send them on a date, uh, Scott and Kira. I'm gonna send them to join us all at the Lear play to watch oh, Aaron yeah, Hendry. I think. So I think that's awesome. a great first date. A Shakespeare yeah, play with a in the canyon and, with a mm-hmm. yes. We're bringing a picnic. We don't know if that's okay yeah. yet, but we're bringing yeah, one. We're bringing yeah, one. sounds good. Bring, bring the wine and the. Yeah, the cheese. cheese. We'll have all those goodies. Okay, sounds Mm. great. Nice aged Gouda. So so let's talk about Styles and Malia. So Melissa locks them in the room intentionally. Mm -hmm. And I love that she did that because they needed to work out these issues. And Mm -hmm. I I was watching the show with my friend as I was preparing right before I took them to the airport. And Mm -hmm. whenever Malia's like... I was <laughs> my best friend from college is a girl, Danielle Passion. Safe travels, Danielle. Um, I was trying to explain because when Malia says, "I'm learning forgiveness," it's taking me a while, but I'm learning it. 
Um, I had to explain to my friend. She grew up in the woods. She's actually a coyote. She hasn't lived <laughs> in, like, the real world. She's uh-huh. like, oh, okay. <laughs> when you have the context, that it, you understand why that, that scene works so well, the way mm-hmm. he is so sincere and genuine, and she just doesn't quit from her choices of, mm-hmm. this is my thing, and I'm... I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And the, the look in her eyes, and I, I love her work on this so yeah. much. Mm-hmm. And when she does that and he does what he does, it's just magic. And you're rooting for them so, mm-hmm. so much to get through it. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. so endearing. I love yeah. them together, especially when they have conflict. Yeah. They're great together when they're sweet, but when there's a problem, I like it even better. That yeah. scene was I do too. terrific. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, they made up, but you know that it's still, it's like, it's not okay yet. Mm-hmm. It's... it's like I wanted more. And now, do you, Hanning, oh, go ahead. Well, do you guys think that you know she forgave Styles too easily, or do you think you know this is the natural progression of how things should have happened? Because it looks like if they weren't locked in that room together, she was going to leave. Mm-hmm. I don't think she understands it yet. I think she mm-hmm. wants to, and she's just going to go. Okay, I'm going to not be mad, I guess, or pretend mm-hmm. and kiss you, and fine. But I, she doesn't. Re- it doesn't really get it yet. Doesn't hasn't mm-hmm. sunk yet. I think. Mm-hmm. But it's one step closer to her, you know, sort of new humanity that we think she's going to. I like that she has have. to learn forgiveness because it's, so many of us still have not. It's yeah. a wonderful character <laughs> yeah, it, um, mm-hmm. decision by by the, the writers and the, the creators and her to play it this way. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I love it. It's such a great choice. Well, that was going to be my question was, um, does Shelley, Henning, the actress, actually have those qualities in her? Or is this something that she just created for Malia? She's she's not anything like that. She's the sweetest, (laughs) like, you know, she's a southern girl and she's a ballerina and she (laughs) smiles and drinks soda pop and is just, like, laughing. And She's just such a great actress. uh, And she just switches it off. Mm -hmm. And in those eyes, I'm just like, I'm watching, I'm like... <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, she's that I, good. I'm a wow. big, I'm a big fan. Yeah. No, she's my favorite new Me character too. that they introduced mm-hmm. because we've talked about this a million times. Just the fact that you know, so much of what we learned uh, from our society, it really affects us negatively when mm-hmm. we go into relationships or anything like that. Um, and and her just coming from the woods and acting on her natural instincts, which I believe are real, and not having those, you know, society, oh, you have to play a game, you can't respond to their text right away. Like, she doesn't sure. have those mm-hmm. stupid things that we've learned from mm-hmm. society over mm-hmm. time. So she's just acting on her animalistic instincts, and I love that representation because a lot of times when they're trying to teach her the proper way, I'm like, you know what, I think she has it right. Yeah. Well, we you know we're a slave to our, our conventions, and, and, mm-hmm. and that's what we learned, and we pass on to our kids, and you know, it's, it's a scary place out there right now. Yeah, I think know, it's a lot like Dean Wall. Colton said he tweeted something the other day. He said, "You know what? I think I'm just gonna. I feel a lot more comfortable from the safety of my own bed than in the real world." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah especially I like, nowadays. I know what you mean, man. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. They say a lot of people, you know, they don't travel because your brain doesn't want that change. It wants to feel comfortable in its environment. So a lot of people who never want to leave home or stuff like that, it's it's your brain actually wanting a safe place. I mean, it's, so it's, it's it, it makes argument. a lot of sense. Sure. But it's only doing those things that you don't like doing that will cause a change to happen. Get exactly. out of my yeah. head. I was just going to say that. If, nice if job, Malia guys. If didn't try things that were hard and felt yeah. you know, foreign to her, she wouldn't advance, dare mm-hmm. I say, she or progress grow, into... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe, you know, someone might say, well, they don't want her to, or she shouldn't want to be anything different than yeah. she is. But if she's going to hang around, you know, Beacon Hills and outside the woods, mm-hmm. she should learn a few things. Yeah, I agree. And if she wants to, like, and I think yeah. that's the most important thing. Like not thing, eating that, people. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you need to want yeah. to. I'm enjoying her evolving She's on amazing. the show. Mm-hmm. I think we have a caller. Yay. Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Hey, guys. This is Josh from Florida. How are you guys? What's Hi, up, Josh? Hi, Josh. Do you have a question for Ian? Yes. But first, Ian, like, you did an awesome job, like, Sunday, like, watching the episode. I could tell, like, it seemed like you were having a lot of fun. Hey, man, like, thank you. Really I gave really, you a lot of good material. I really appreciate Sunday, that. And you just knocked it out. Thank you. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. That, that makes me feel good. I, I appreciate it, and I'll pass it on to, uh, to Maya and to JD, who directed it. Thank you, man. Aww. No problem. Did you have a um, question, Josh? Question... Oh, sorry. Um, my question was just, what's, like, your mindset... You know, before you get into those, like, really intense scenes, 
especially like the one you did with Meredith, really gave me like that Freddy Cougar and I'm on Elm Street type feel, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. like what goes through your head before you do those intense scenes? Brought mm. back those Lydia That's a moments. great question. That is a great question. You know, um, I really try to just kind of understand or feel a little bit of of the passion of the the way the character feels with the words and what's going on with them. I'm not terribly mm. method. I don't do a, a ton of super authentic substitution. But at the mm. same time, I try to really super pretend, if that makes mm. any sense. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then once you can get a jumping off point, um, as long as you don't let your mind stray too much and you can stay focused, then uh, you just – then you play. So that's uh, that's what I do. I, I pretend, and then when I forget that I'm pretending, then I start playing, and then I play until I run out of words, and then I usually look up to the director and say, "That's all I got." <laughs> and then we go again. So that's that's how I I start a scene like that. That's and amazing. Then as we get deeper into it, it's, it becomes easier to play quicker, and then mm. you can start rolling sooner. Does that make sense? So is that it all does. improv? No, no, no. It's definitely words, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but. You know, you it's Trying so serious. Things. Yeah, you don't want to just mm -hmm. do the words so much. You kind of right, you kind of right, want right. to sit into it and then forget about it and mm -hmm. say the words, but not think about the words. I understand. It's, a, it's it's not rocket science, but at the same time, it's not you know super easy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's letting your subconscious take yeah, over. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Sometimes we we do good, and sometimes it's just okay. And I'm I'm pretty proud of that one. Yeah, no, it was a it fantastic was episode right. for your character, and really thank was. you. It is an amazing performance. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. I appreciate that. I attribute it to the writing. Um, they, they give me Peter things to say, or I'm just you know I just beam when I read them. Well, so. like Aww. when when they introduce you on screen, it's just like. You know, you know that Peter Hale has arrived. <laughs> he does have good entrances. Yeah. His intros are always epic. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Josh, thank you so much for calling I in. We really it. appreciate your support. Thanks, All right, Josh, man, we'll talk to you later. No problem. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. Guys, if you want to join the conversation, you can. Give us a call at 424-256-1729. You can tweet June. Mm -hmm. June, what's your... Miss, uh, MS underscore June Lee, J-U-N-E-L-E-E. -E. And we'll read some of those questions later. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, so let's get back to Styles and Malia. So after they work out their relationship, they're able to team up and really figure out where the money's coming from. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, they listen to the tapes, they realize it's a record player, and that sends them to the lake house, which I know there was something more with the lake house because mm -hmm. they wouldn't just introduce it to season for Lydia to have a party, right? Absolutely. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I was waiting to get back there, mm -hmm. and I'm so glad we did. I love that set. Were you on that set? Um, you know, I've walked through it. I didn't work on it, but mm -hmm. when I started to watch the episodes, that big room, I, I, it was shot very much like The Shining, and the way the camera yeah. was slowly moving, and the way mm -hmm. things were revealed, and the mm -hmm. characters turned around in the space, that's what I thought mm -hmm. of, and I was like, okay, this is going to be... The, the room and the place is going to be a character of some kind and going to have mm. some That's some a great things, way of saying yeah, it. Yeah, to do. And I yeah. think that even if you didn't know when you were watching it, you then started to realize, oh, th this has been a a person kind of. And so, of course, it yeah. makes sense that mm -hmm. and that's why you figured out. You go, I know that there's something here. You mm -hmm. just can't put your finger on it yet. You could definitely feel that there was more there. Because Absolutely. it was just this, it was seemingly empty but full. That's yes. so right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So it, there was just something not obvious to the eye there. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we got Styles pulling on the cord. Yeah. I mean, how many times could they do that take? You know, probably so not funny, many. Because right? I didn't see him shoot it, but I, well, I thought the same thing. Yeah, and I was like... <laughs> I, they probably told him you got one shot, kid. Yeah, <laughs> so seriously. Have they, do it good. Have they said that to you before? And were you like, because I can't imagine having one shot to do something right. And you um, see it all the time. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I know that it's happened. <sighs> I feel like I'd mess up. Yeah. So much stress. You know, you don't, though. You just, like, you focus. Yeah. And you, yeah. And you do it. And your brain makes you do it. And then it works. Yeah. That's I mean, great. like, there was an actress on, on Wolfwatch, I, b I believe, the young actress who was talking about how she had to shave her hair. She, she had oh. one take to do that. Yeah. She She's actually, from another she, show. Yeah. She mm -hmm. literally shaved her hair. I've seen that done before. Yeah. And every time you see it, you're like, <laughs> oh is that God. real? Yeah. And mm -hmm. if it's not, you know, they better. So you think, <laughs> as an actor, you think about that stuff ahead of time. Yeah. like, And you will practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know Edie Mays, who played Victoria Argent, had to do that before. Oh. Oh, yeah. did she? She told us, mm -hmm. yeah, that she had to do that for, I think, a commercial or something she was yeah. filming. So, Oh, my goodness. It's yeah. a lot of pressure, but at the same mm -hmm. time, I, I you feel like you, you want to succeed and you have the chance to, to win the game mm -hmm. or, you know, everything's resting on you. And if you 
succeed, then you're kind of the hero. So yeah. you have both sides of like, oh, you know, I'm nervous, but at the yeah. same, I can, I can throw the touchdown, and yeah. it's <laughs> awesome. So. You know, you want to finish it and then pump fists and high five and be like, I did it. And that's, that feels great. Mm-hmm. Well, he did a great job. And we see, you know, the mechanics behind the wall that was yep. actually coordinating, I guess, the wiring of the money. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, the thing that they wanted to stop because if you stop the money, there's no motivation for all these killers to come out of nowhere. How crazy. So it was the computer that was running the show. Yeah, I think, because uh, I think I know Jeff pretty well, um, and we're pretty close to the same age, I think. Uh, so one of the movies I grew up with, as I'm sure yeah. you've seen a hundred times, is War Games. So I, this I've is, seen that before. Yeah, and the sound and the way it looks, and this mm-hmm. was a, a computer that kind of got a little bit, um, I don't know what do you call it, uh, artificially intelligent and was began doing its own thing, and you couldn't mm-hmm. stop it. And there's a, l- a famous line in it where a guy says, well, just unplug the damn thing. <laughs> and the other actor goes, it doesn't work like that. So I know Jeff, oh. I think, paralleled that. Mm-hmm. And so they had to figure out the right way with the codes or the keys to switch it off. At least yeah. I think that that was no, what I think no, that makes Ray a lot of sense. Yeah, I think you're right. So if anybody hasn't seen War Games, Matt Broderick. I'm Mike, writing Mike, it yeah. down. Yeah. seven maybe? I don't know. It's so good. <laughs> and they're remaking it right now. Really? I think they're remaking it, and I, I'm i talking out of my ass right now, but I think, <laughs> I, think I heard Dylan's name mentioned for it. Wow. I think. No I don't way. know. Yeah. We're just, throw, so we're just throwing ideas just out there. Yeah, so who's everything out there? Check, and he would be amazing yeah. at it. Oh, yeah. Everything we say here is fact, just so you guys know at home. Of course. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So I know you guys often do like your own stunts. Um, has there ever been like a stunt that you wanted to attempt that they let you do or one that you were like, I don't want to do that because it was a little bit too scary? Um, I haven't had too many, um, too many, uh, like taxing ones. Mm-hmm. No, Peter's done, for the most part, I've been able, I think, to do, to do for the, most of all of it. Oh, I'll tell you. Well, mm, was there some uh, scratches? Did you get hurt or anything? Oh, yeah, you always get a little bit. Oh. There's something at the end in, the, in one of the upcoming up, well, there's only two left, so I'm one of those two. <laughs> one of those. There's a there's a, a, a big stunt that they had a you know a pro come in, you know the guy that always you know does our stuff that mm-hmm. uh, his name's Dave, uh, and he did, and I was looking at, it, I was like that would be cool, and I saw it, I was like that looks hell no, because when it goes off, you're like nope, you go, I'm not, I'm gonna sit and have a coffee, and you do that, and then at the end, I'll just go. <laughs> that was me. That was me. That was me. <laughs> In case you were wondering. I did that. Um, how much do you want to do those and how much do you want to focus on your job? The, the, the older I get, the less I want to do. Right. Um, yeah. Because I, you don't want to take, you know, the chance of injuring yourself and not being able to do your actual job. Yeah. And, you know, when I was younger, I mean, yeah, you just, you don't really think about it. You're just like, I'll do anything. And now, mm-hmm. and also I'm just kind of getting a little like, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, that looks like dirty and cold and yucky. And, no, I don't do it. <laughs> you, you try to avoid the rain but scenes. <laughs> having said that, we, I mean, we actually do say, because they'll, they'll say, we'll do as much as you can. Mm-hmm, and, then mm-hmm. we'll put this, and we always, I, every actor says the same thing. He says, I will do as much as I possibly can so that you get what you need. Because the more you do, the easier it is. So we all Let's say that. Together. Mm-hmm. Um so, but in the end, we do say we go like, "Yo, I'm here." So let's do as you know until you literally you're like physically, I can't do this or I'm not skilled because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right. um, you don't want to get hurt. But the right. boys have some big stuff to do. You know, they've got and the yeah. twins. Yeah, Charlie and Max had to do all kinds of stuff. Well, they're younger, you know. Not that much. <laughs> no, I don't know. I was trying oh to get out there. You guys. So I, I wanna, but you don't look a day over twenty five. <laughs> I, I want to talk about. Right. I want to talk about the desert wolf. And uh, maybe your relationship with her. <laughs> it's about time that Peter got some. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. He's not had a love interest. I think it might ease some of the aggression, uh, some of yeah, the manic. Yeah, he just some love. I agree. Yeah. He's some, just love deprived. Some, some love dancing. A woman's touch <laughs> has a way of taming a man. Yeah. And so there's, you know, he uh, he indicates, at least in my, my choices, when he says Desert Wolf in his hypnotic sort of thing that he's got some feelings about mm-hmm. with that person. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you guys mm-hmm. rewatch that little beat and see mm-hmm. what you think. Um, that will be interesting to see. 
I have a feeling, like, you cannot leave the show, so I'm hoping they find a way to, you know, decide, help you make the right decision to not kill Scott, and we can explore that relationship with the Desert Mm. Wolf, because I feel like that's longer than two episodes. The Desert Wolf is Malia's mom, right? Yes. So I'm sure we'll have to Well, that's what I gathered from it. Who knows? But that's what I gathered from everything. Yeah, which which would make her a coyote. Mm -hmm. And I I want to (laughs) know... Kind of, right? Does it, it's coyote. all sort of adding up. Um, <laughs> I want to know, you know, he, your character tells Malia that he was using that money to find her mother. Can you comment uh, at all if that was true? Because we weren't sure whether we should trust you or not. If the money was just a really little bit su- of the money, right? Yeah, supposed to be used to find her mother. Did I say find? I said using to help yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I mm-hmm. said find her mother because I had to pay a lot to get that piece uh, of paper. That piece of paper to, <laughs> to find out who. Because I got it in increments. I knew I had mm-hmm. a child, then I knew I had a daughter, and then mm-hmm. I knew I had I got the name last year, but I didn't know where the person that matched that name was. Mm-hmm. So I had to right. do a lot to the find research. her. Now, is mm-hmm. that in a in a benevolent sort of helpful way? Yes. That is helpful. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> um, I think so. Come yeah, on. Yeah, but I, I just, I'm really excited to meet her. I hope we meet her next week. And I don't know who it can possibly be. It's got, it's totally got to be a new, new character, yeah, I feel totally like, new, right? right? I hope so. I hope it is. I hope it's mm. a new character. Um, and I really hope that we get to see maybe a flashback to, like, your relationship with her. Because I feel like there's so much more to you that we haven't seen. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and, an explanation yeah. of all this craziness. We get it a little bit here and there. But I'm yeah. still rooting for your character. Yeah, I think there's going to be this huge kind of, like, history being shown to us. I, yeah. I'm I hope so. I'm I wish hopeful. I could tell you everything. <laughs> tell us everything. You don't want everything. it. You, you Just don't. unburden you your Yeah, no, I don't. It's like, yeah, you I don't want it. Let it, let it unfold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you can tell me later. Okay, so <laughs> before before we get into our interview with Ian, mm-hmm. let's talk about what we think, what we predict, mm-hmm. what's going to happen in the mm-hmm. last two episodes. Let's roll the predictions music. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it always helps us out a little bit. <laughs> I'll just go through a series of coded blinks. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess count the, the blinks. You've been working Can on my binary. Please, like, That's count good. the blinks. Yeah, because the fans have been watching our mm-hmm. predictions when we have guests on. They're like trying to figure out when oh, yeah. we have two guests on if they're looking at each other mm-hmm. when we say something. Like, yeah. but you don't have another person cast. No, but I, here. I have ticks and weirdness, and I'm sure yeah. that they'll try to come up. with something. <laughs> they're going to they analyze miss, them. You guys don't miss a thing. I love it. Your sleuths. Yes. Yes. Let's call you little Sherlock's. <laughs> they are fans beyond no fans. The show. I, I don't even know another show that has the fans that this show does. Not, no. Mm-hmm. I say this all Nobody. the time. Teen Wolf has the most fanatical, the most excited, mm-hmm. the best, most rabid fans of any television show I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I thank you for it. I'm sure you get a lot of the fan art as well. Now, wh- where does this show up? Does it show up on, do they send it to set? How do you get this? Because they clearly don't have your address. Uh, so no. when you go to conventions, they randomly re- hand you they, stuff? Yeah, they do or? hand you lots of stuff. And it's really nice to be presented with a piece that someone has spent a lot of time. You mm-hmm. can tell a lot of time and a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if they sometimes they want you to sign it for them, and sometimes they want to give it to you, and then I'll oh. ask them to sign it for me. Um, and it ranges from uh, from from artwork to, to poetry to um, like visual scrapbooks with with uh, collages and a lot of other different things. To sc- oh, I've got sculptures. So nice. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's that's like it, something your mother sculptures. would collect for you uh, and like yeah. give to you. Yeah, like paper <laughs> wow. mache. I got an oni mask that was. Wow. I was like, well, you, what did you use as a mold? And like, well, I don't didn't have a mold, so I had to create it. And I was like, that's unbelievable. Oh my Like gosh. it looked like. What the guys wore, and it looked like you wow. had made an impression, and so Amazing. they spent time. It's and the listen, we we appreciate it. We read every letter, we turn every page of every book. So thank you guys. Aww. It's hard to get back to everybody individually, so but don't think that we don't um, because we do, and we do eat all the Tim Towns. <laughs> every one of them, they're so good. That's amazing. I know there was a girl that was like making teas too that I heard were really yeah. good. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. 
so let's talk about our predictions. Mm-hmm. So it looks like someone was breaking into Derek's loft, and it looks it turns out to be Lydia screaming. Now this mm-hmm. seems like bad news for Derek because he was a cipher key, mm-hmm. which meant and the other cipher keys were dead. So mm-hmm. is Derek in trouble? Because when she screams, that means you know someone's yeah. going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that your know. poker face? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I hope not. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to kill him. I love Brayden so much. Yeah. Do you think he's going to get his powers back by the, in these last two episodes? I think so. Oh, oh, yes. So maybe he gets killed (laughs) and then Scott bites him. And then he becomes a part of Scott's pack. Okay, I'm going to go with that. I like that. Yeah. I like that too. Mm -hmm. So he dies, but he doesn't really die. I like it. And I think I think we're going to return to those like catacombs, the whole like Indiana mm-hmm. Jones looking church. So excited! The I'm temple. excited for the temple. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think we're going to return to that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more to wrap up there. Maybe mm-hmm. the desert wolf is out there among. I think she is. Yeah, yeah. I she, think she maybe is. she lives there. That it is Mexico. Mm-hmm. That is good. I like yeah. that prediction too. Desert. Those um, are both good. Mm-hmm. It looks like the berserkers are over top of yeah. Kira, and mm-hmm. she's down. You know, struggling. I know. She seems like she's in trouble. But it doesn't seem like the Berserkers, like, often when they're there, they're not really there to kill, but rather um, stop people from getting in the way of, you know, Kate's plan. And then who was Kate going up against? Was that... Was that it, Scott? It looked like Scott. Scott? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, she's, wait, wait, she's working, <laughs> she's working it for dark, you. Okay? It was dark. Yeah, I know. I sure. love watching you figure this stuff out. It's so good. <laughs> she, she's working for you, she thinks. You're trying to kill her, it looks like. We don't know. But maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe Kate turned her back on Peter, and that's why Peter is like, my daughter, go get revenge for me. Like, you know, avenge me. Go get we'll Kate. find out. I mean, Kate Argent, if anyone dies, um, I think she's gone this season, after this season. Because, <laughs> well, I, I just mean because, you know, we needed someone to show up from beginning and then end in the end. Right? And I don't think they're getting rid of you. And so I feel like she would be Poor the Kate. one that would die again. <laughs> die again. Die again. Be- because she's yeah. she was kind of introduced as the initial yeah, villain. that's true. I mean, and... Um, I love I love that actress, but I don't really know where where she's going. You know, mm-hmm. if she's if she isn't killed. Um, All will be made clear. Yes, soon All we will know. Well, there's only two episodes left. Do you think Malia would kill for her father? It, it, we're not sure. That's you know that was just in the editing. It kind of mm. looked like he asked Malia to kill Kate. Do you think she would? I don't know. I don't think so. I want to say I don't think so, but I think she might because she was out killing people in nature for so long. I don't but know I that she is. Like the humans have got to her. And have they? Have this is her father. Her you know, if my father asked me to do something, you don't always you know. You kill she, somebody if your father asked you to kill somebody? If I was a coyote, maybe. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> Nobody get on Chris's bad side. <laughs> um, but, but you know what? You always want approval from your father. You do. Yeah. And, you know, she hasn't known Even if he's a crazy villain. Yeah, I I feel like we have to see him intercept in her life somewhere. So Styles can be like, run back to me. I see I was right. (laughs) So I feel like he needs to come in and try to brainwash her at least a little bit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm excited for the father-daughter moments. There's so much to look forward to in these last two episodes. Yes. So let's get into our interview with you. Mm-hmm. So can you remind us, you know, I know we asked you uh, last season what from your childhood kind of drove you into being an actor. And I know you said, you know, you loved that you could just play, you know, pretty much any career you wanted to. You could learn and then play that. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, was there ever like, were you in plays when you were younger? Uh, do you know maybe a memory that you kind of directed you into being an actor um you know yeah what comes to mind this is so silly gosh it's um, not silly. so <laughs> when i was very young uh this movie top gun had come out mm, okay. top gunny yeah. top gun oh i haven't seen that one that's a different one it's probably what you called it when you were younger right <laughs> this is one of those 
moments I was warning all about. <laughs> so anyway, so I see this movie, and I go, I don't, I'm really young, and I go home, and I remember saying to my mom, wouldn't it be great to uh, hang out with Tom Cruise for a weekend and have him teach you how to fly jets? Mm. And my brother looked at me, and he's like, you idiot. <laughs> and he was, you know, five years older than me. Uh, and my mom was like, no, don't, don't burst this bubble, don't. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, he's not flying the planes, you idiot. He's acting. And I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and that was the first time I be, like, the break became clear to me and I understood mm. what was going on and that this was a, a thing that people did. Mm. Um, and then, <laughs> After that, I had seen uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, which was mm. had come out beforehand, mm-hmm. but I saw. And the magic of that, still, even though I knew the break didn't, it didn't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. so the the magic and the simplisticness of the deception that is, we all know, is obviously not real. But mm-hmm. right. watching that just just hooked me. And forever, I was like, I just love movies. I just want the the magic that they're doing. Um, and then it wasn't. I wasn't really a drama kid. I didn't really perform because when you're doing that on stage or in, in other venues you don't have it's not magic and when you're on no, set it doesn't yeah. at all mm-hmm, watching mm-hmm. it is and uh, I had to fool myself for a while uh, until I got more hooked and then um, mm-hmm. I went in and out of it and it wasn't until you know my sort of mid to late 20s that I, I decided this is what I'm doing forever or until they wow. throw me out of the city <laughs> so it's awesome. never too yeah. late so it's never too late you don't have to be in plays and no. from a young age no it's uh, one of the few things you can do for a living you can start at any time mm-hmm. um, and you can do it until like the day before you pass Aaron mm-hmm. was telling us that like to, when he's not you know on a show or something because he came from like he was doing circus acts and he was sort of brought into acting because they needed a circus act. Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, he he maintains he maintains his skills and build builds on that by doing these plays and, you know, uh taking more classes and stuff. Like what do you suggest to people out there who, you know, want to get into the industry because I know a lot of my friends who are actors, they're constantly acting and, and trying out, you know, different skills. Yeah, um first I would say try to figure out what your your specialty is what you're the most interested in. You can mm-hmm. you can write, you can perform as an actor or a stunt performer or a, you know any type of performer. You can direct, you can produce. There's lots of different things. Some people say I want to do all of them. You know, try to pick one that you feel you know you're calling towards, mm-hmm. um, and then create it, study it, but also create it in your own uh, way. You don't have to go and shoot an entire film, but if you're mm-hmm. a director, go direct something. Like make, mm-hmm. make something, even if it's a teeny little YouTube video. Or if you're a writer, write something. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're an actor, you know, go and grab some people and do something and begin to create content of your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're not just watching. Cause when you sometimes go to class, you get a little bit complacent. You sit down and you mm-hmm. watch people tell you how to do stuff. And by the, mm-hmm. you've spent months sitting in a chair. Mm-hmm. So the doing and the finishing of anything then build up from there. And all these things, if you're open-minded, it will be pretty obvious to you what you should be doing and what you're you're good at and what you love. And you'll yeah. just find yourself flying. Yeah. I, I think that's important to point out because um, there was, like, this Arclight story after Guardians of the Galaxy. And it was, like, the director from the movie was saying, don't necessarily just follow your dreams, but find out what you're good at and mm-hmm. do that. Because, you know, you hear people saying all the time, oh, go follow your dreams, go follow your dreams. And, you know, maybe you're actually good at something that's in the same industry mm-hmm. and you're not supposed to do that. So yeah, I think that's a great idea. Explore those different avenues, figure out what you're good at. Also, you know, you can still continue to chase the dream and be in the industry, but mm-hmm. really identify what it is that you're Absolutely. good at. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to have a little bit of realism. Yeah. You know, sometimes you can't be a rock star or a pro golfer or, mm-hmm. you know, right. uh, you can great, you know, hobbies and try things out, but at some point go, okay, what, Kind of what am I built for? Like, what's my right. thing? Mm-hmm. And, and what can I excel yeah. at? Now, were your parents? I know a lot of a lot of people say their parents are like, I don't want you going to LA. It's not realistic. It's a delusional world. Were they? It sounds like since they hushed your brother, they were sort of supportive of your dreams. Yeah, I, I moved down here with my mom and my my stepfather when I was young, and it was my mom's responsibility when we started this this thing too. <laughs> to motor me from, you know, the house to, to auditions and back and forth and classes. And she took that on without, um, without batting an eye for, for Aww, many, many, many amazing. years that's amazing. and gave up her career, wow. um, and did her work, you know, from pay phones, um, <laughs> on stops along the way so that wow. I could show up and, and do this. So, 
I got as, as much of, of, a, of a support, if not a push, as you could hope wow. to get. That's so do great. you do other things as well? Do you do you dabble in writing or producing or directing? Um, yeah. Are you working on other projects? Or I, do you stick to acting? Yeah. You know, I've made a couple of short films. Um, Holland and I have one that I really enjoy. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't where know can, that. Where can we see this? Is it on Vimeo, YouTube? Uh, it is on Vimeo. It's called Morning Love. It was oh, actually... It can you tweet this out afterwards? Can you do what? Can you tweet, tweet it, it out? Tweet, tweet it out. Oh, yeah, I have, and I will for sure again. Okay, it's, uh, it was actually a project for a cinematography class I was taking. Where? Uh, at UCLA. It was wow. The, uh, it was our final, and I needed you need something. You to come to USC. What are you doing over there? What are you doing over there? Do people you bother you? Yeah. Are you Were people bothering you in class? Like, are did they recognize you? Uh, I sat in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's awesome. You yeah. cre- so you that's are so exploring cool. other yeah, avenues. I want to direct. I want to direct more. Than I can totally awesome. see that. Yeah, yeah that's I my, can totally that's my, see my, that. my where I'd like to go to. Um, without a doubt, I've got some things I'm working on with Daniel Sharman that we're trying to get figured out. And then wow. I, I did. I wrote a feature film. So like, wow! Yeah. And then I have another uh, short that I'd like to get done in first uh, of October that I am I'm really excited about. That's so you just incredible. like you're the same doing thing. so much. Yeah, well, you have to because you know you can't just sit back and mm-hmm. you know the train could end at any time. So you totally. gotta have yeah. your own. Can you just tell us the genre of the screenplay that you wrote? Um, I'm just curious into the mind it's, of it's Ian. Actually, <laughs> this that one is a little bit off for me. It's it's a contemporary sort of. Uh, it's a, it's half romantic and it's comedic oh, and it's also it's a rom com. It's not. <laughs> She's wow. so proud of herself. <laughs> or dramedy. Or dramedy, but it's so also it's got drama. you know, it it's got a sad? lot of darkness in it too. Oh, uh, of course. There's I would sad elements, yeah. Else. I would um, accept nothing. So we'll else see. From Peter we'll see. Yeah. That's very <laughs> exciting. Well, before we head out, can you maybe just share with us like a, a set experience that something funny that happened on set or one of your best memories? Um <laughs> Hecklin got an ice cream truck for everybody a few <gasps> a few months ago. That oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Just hey, surprise! This is I know this is not a great story, but no, I, this the is first a thing great I could story. Who doesn't so like ice cream? So, and there's like or Hecklin. It, it's uh, they make ice sandwiches and special thing I, that I don't even know about. And you would go and you would eat. It was it, unbelievable. Oh my! It was goodness. really really wow. That is so really cool. Good. Yeah, so people come up with things like you know sometimes there'll be a taco truck or. Uh, whatever coffee cart, but the ice cream sandwich thing is like is mind blowing. That's so. So we have a very generous cast and uh, <laughs> and crew, and so people are always trying to do nice things Aww. to keep everyone happy at seven o'clock in the morning. And you've been there for ninety five hours. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Union. It wasn't that long. <laughs> Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. You're on the Kool Aid, folks. Uh, <laughs> You're quite welcome. It's always such a pleasure to have you in studio. Uh, anytime, girls. Thank we you. learned so much thank about you, so much. you and your character behind the scenes. I can't wait to see where it plays out these last two episodes. I'm, I'm so excited. excited. I hope you guys it's like it. Sweet. It's better. Sweet. I'm sure we will. Yeah. Where can the fans tweet you? Uh, it's at uh, Ian Bowen. Just my name. I A. As if they aren't already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get some. I guess I try to respond as often as I can. Be patient. And then, can you share maybe your Vimeo name, or um, can we go on there? Or you, you, just... you can find it pretty easy. I don't know what my Vimeo thing is, but I, the thing is called Morning Love. It's you can find Morning it, Love. and it's a picture of Holland, and it's all white background of her beautiful face and hair, and you can't miss it. Very beautiful oh. face um, and hair. Yeah, it's only like two and a half minutes, so it's pretty easy to watch. But it's uh, two and a half minutes it. takes a lot. Yeah, yeah you're like, in this day and age, you're in like, this day and age, I don't even watch the ad for 10 seconds before <laughs> I watch the news clip. I'm like, I'm over it. <laughs> well, I can't wait to watch Morning Love. And June, where can the fans tweet you? You guys can tweet me at Miss MS underscore June Lee. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I should ask like, you. <laughs> I know. Uh, you my can follow me at Cinematic <laughs> Escape or you can check out my blog, cinematicescape.com. We're going to have more guests for you guys next week. Can't wait. Don't forget to tune in. Yay. Good night, Thanks. Good night everyone. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> Bye. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 